I'm Amy Verlinich, the rebel rouser and hype gal behind the Rebel Against Ordinary podcast, where I love to disrupt your normal. That's right. I want to encourage you to rebel against ordinary by embracing your strengths and weaknesses so you can unapologetically unleash your superpower with anyone, everywhere, all the time. Simply put, I don't want to just help you think outside of the box. I want to empower you to live there. So if you're ready to shut that inner critic up, rise up from your circumstances, show up confidently in every area of your life, and resist the urge to settle for all the BS the world is telling and selling you, you are most definitely in the right place. So grab a hot beverage or one on the rocks, and let's get ready to fight for a life beyond our wildest dreams. There was a time when the physical clutter in my life was so bad, like you can no longer ignore it kind of bad. I absolutely hated crawling out of bed. It was like the minute my feet hit the floor, I got hit by a tsunami of responsibilities and regret simultaneously, and then washing it over with guilt. (laughs) I was drowning in a sea of overwhelm, totally being taken under. There were so many days I'd get up, walk into the messy bathroom, into the dirty kitchen, step over the pile of dirty clothing, and just want to go right back into my bed and hide under the covers. Like, forever. (laughs) Every day felt the same get up tired, make breakfast, do laundry, make lunch, do more laundry, homeschool, another load of laundry, so much laundry, (laughs) but that's another topic for another day, make supper, wait for hubby to get home after his exhausted day so that he could play with the kids long enough for me to finish the laundry, pick up and get the kids to bed. (laughs) So, Then maybe I could get a few minutes to talk to an actual adult before he went back to sleep. And then I'd try to sleep before the baby would wake up. I was stuck in an endless cycle of monotony. Every day started the same, and every day went the same. And every night, I would go to bed praying, begging God for something to change. But every day would turn into another, and another, and then turn into a week, and then months, And how many years did I do that? Have you ever been there when the days melt together and you wish so badly something would change and you could just find yourself in a different space, (laughs) physically or, or even a different head space, right? It's crazy how we can want to move forward in life, like genuinely desire it so badly. We really want to change our circumstances, rise above, fight for more, And then we convince ourselves we can somehow magically do it just by thinking about it. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. Our brain is a powerful thing. Affirmations are huge. We need to encourage ourselves. We need to believe it's possible. But every powerful thought we believe, even the passionate light of fire inside us kind of beliefs that motivate us will never be more than the action we put behind it. The truth is we simply can't move forward standing still. 
I mean, imagine a bowling ball stopping right before it knocks down the pins. The results we want will never happen on their own. There has to be a movement forward. Good thoughts alone will not move you out of that pit of despair. I know that may sound harsh or dramatic, but nothing will change if we refuse to do something. We can't just wish things were different if we want them different. If we want something different, then we're going to have to do something different. If we want to move forward, we need to take another step. We can't just expect change to happen if we've decided to quit moving or have stopped trying. We have to make the effort to allow the change to happen. Stepping over the piles isn't going to remove them, and hiding under the covers won't make them disappear, figuratively and literally. Trust me, I've tried. (laughs) So instead of crawling back in bed and hiding under the covers and stuffing all the junk into a closet, all the pain into a box and shoving it under the bed, or how about that disappointment you've been avoiding? You know, at God for not changing your circumstances or allowing you to get to this place to begin with? How about instead of keeping all that clutter, you did something different? Because you already know what you're doing isn't working. And I just want to pause here a second because I understand I might have hit a nerve with the God thing, but I need you to know that when it comes to God, he's big enough to handle your disappointment. So stop trying to pretend you're not. Stop feeling guilty for being angry or shoving the feelings deeper because you're scared somebody's going to say, shame on you, for being disappointed with how things turned out. You know, while I promise to continue sharing all the incredible things that God's done in my life because there's some truly crazy good stuff, I've also got to be real and share with you that I've had plenty of disappointments. Because I don't want you to sit in that pit of despair alone, scared to look up and see that there are actually others down there with you. And so if you're struggling in that place right now, please know that carrying guilt or shame because you're angry or disappointed at God isn't going to do anything to move you forward. It's enough for you to have to make space for all that disappointment. Okay, It's not supposed to be there, but it is, and it's taking up space. And trust me, God doesn't want you to add guilt to the baggage you're already carrying, okay? So instead of hitting snooze and choosing to wallow in that pit of despair, I want to encourage you to wake up and get out of bed. Stop doing nothing and start doing something. Don't allow what you've done or haven't done in the past dictate your potential success for the future. Stop avoiding what needs to be dealt with in your life, whether it's your home or your job, your negative thoughts, your painful feelings, your harmful beliefs, or maybe the relationship with your spouse, your kids, or God. Nothing will change if you don't do something. You know, it was in that pit where I begged God to change my circumstances, and he started changing my heart. And I was able to see that maybe my situation wasn't changing because I hadn't been willing to change. I wasn't open to change. And because I wasn't changing, nothing else was changing. Or ever going to change by me just praying about it and waiting for God to show up. 
And speaking of waiting, I just want to put something out there for all my fellow procrastinating rebels. I see you. (laughs) Put on your seatbelt and know that this comes from a place of personal experience and struggle. But when procrastination and avoidance are in our life, we got to do some serious decluttering in our heart. Ignoring the clutter, the reason behind the junk The why behind our procrastination and avoidance of the real issues, that is the space we got to go to clutter. Because even if God took you out of that pit that you're currently in and you changed nothing, what would stop you from going right back? Do you hear what I'm saying? If we don't change what we're doing, nothing changes not our circumstances, and certainly not us. And I just want to add that when we choose to do what we want, when we want, or don't want to do it, (laughs) we are operating from a heart that's making the assumption there's even going to be another day, like we deserve it. (laughs) Sounds kind of ugly, but it's true. I mean, we're not promised tomorrow, and I realize that the task before you may seem pretty insurmountable, and it may take years before it's accomplished. But waiting one more day isn't going to get you there any faster. So stop ruminating and rise up. Fight for more than what you see in this moment. And be honest with yourself because I already know it to be true. The world will fill us up with clutter within an hour of waking up if we let it. Just turn your phone on. And honestly, we were not created to carry that kind of constant crap. And if we do, if we make that space available for clutter, (laughs) it's like refusing to make room for what God has for us instead. We can't embrace our purpose while holding on to our clutter. Don't fool yourself. Putting things off for another day will only make the clutter in your life add up, and the result will leave you feeling depleted, defeated, doubtful, and disappointed. So wherever you find yourself today, running on empty, swimming in self-sabotage, not sure you can ever get out of this pit you're in, or frustrated you got there in the first place, please know you can move forward from here. You've just got to take the first step from where you're standing or sitting or wallowing in. Where do you need to start? Does your marriage need some attention? Do your kids need more time? Does your job need more effort? Does your house need more consideration? Does your schedule need simplification? And if it's overwhelming to choose one area, like all of the spaces in your life need improvement and decluttering, then choose one. And honestly, I'm going to tell you if things are that bad, it should start with you. I know that can seem ridiculous when you're drowning in clutter. Like the obvious choice would be to clean out the closet that's spilling out onto all the unsuspecting souls that open it. Or, Or to get the overflowing laundry done because you don't have any more underwear. Hypothetically, of course. But there's a reason, a deeper reason why you're avoiding getting to the heart of your struggle. And it's not hidden under the piles of laundry or shoved in the closet. 
It's like an iceberg, you know, where you can see what's above the water, but there's there's more hidden below. And that's what I'm telling you've got to take a look at. What's hidden below and and what the reason is behind all the clutter inside your heart, mind, body, and soul. So does your heart need healing? Does your health need improving? Does your mind need clearing? Or does your faith need fixing? You've got to get honest with yourself because I know that cluttered mess you've been keeping inside you isn't still there because you've been fighting hard to remove it. You've allowed all the crap to stay another day and another and another, and I get it. But as a result, you've become complacent to what needs to get done and numb to the damage all the clutter is causing by keeping it in your life. I know how easy it is to do. And it's crazy, really, because the very thing that will keep us from drowning is also the very thing swallowing us up. And so it's time to get honest because lying to yourself isn't going to do you any good. And so if you want to throw something at me when I tell you that God has a good plan for you, it, it might be a good sign that you're carrying some baggage that God never intended for you. And procrastination is only going to prevent you from finally letting it go. You've carried it long enough. You've allowed all that crap to stay another day, another day, another day. So wake up, rebel. Because things may feel heavy and even impossible, but you can do this. If you want to change the space you're in, you've got to do something different to change it. And give yourself permission to grow. Make yourself a priority. Because if you don't give yourself that space, you won't have enough room to flourish. And if you don't develop and grow, nothing can change. Please hear that correctly. Because I'm not telling you the reason you're in this mess is your fault. That's not the case. But choosing to stay there, remain there, drowned there is because while we can't make decisions for those around us we still have the power to respond better and that includes clearing out the internal clutter and diving into the spaces we'd rather not go but it's necessary for what's next you can't tread water forever and honey you've been treading water and gasping for air long enough It's time to turn the page and begin the next chapter of your story. And that begins by you taking the first step. Not just deciding you're gonna, but actually taking it, regardless of what things look like or how long they've looked that way. It has to start with you. So let me ask you something. What area of life have you put on hold? What have you been avoiding praying about, struggling through, or drowning in? Where do you need to wake up, get up, and act with purpose? Do you need to encourage your spouse? Take a kid out to the restaurant and listen to him or her? Do you have a dream that needs to be pursued? Do you need to remove things off your calendar? Do you need to get up early and clean before the kids wake up or go to bed? (laughs) so that you have some energy, maybe take a nap. 
Do you need to forgive someone? Love yourself or get rid of anger? Do you need to get a sitter or have the kids stay at grandma and grandpa's for a night so you can have some time for yourself and refocus? Do you need to start exercising or eating better? Maybe just drinking enough water. Do you need to make time with God a priority? Choose something that you are committed to taking one more step on each and every single day and then keep fighting for it. And understand that when I say keep fighting, that includes fighting for rest and rejuvenation and pouring into your heart, mind, body, and soul on a daily basis because all work and no play makes mama crabby (laughs) and resentful. So if you don't already have a wind-down-and-get-jacked rhythm for your evening and morning routine, then start there. And I just want to remind you, Rebel Mamas, our kids are watching and learning from us. And this is where it really hits home for me because it's one thing for me to sacrifice myself, you know, warm up the world around me by lighting myself on fire. (laughs) But when I started thinking about my kids doing that as adults, well, that really shifts the perspective, right? So make your self-care a priority. Pay, a, pay an older sibling to watch their siblings for a couple hours each day. And, and when I say pay, please feel free to be creative here because you can reward a child in many ways. You know, give them an extra 30 minutes later for bedtime. And, and don't feel guilty about it because you're giving your child a life skill here. <laughs> Teaching and, and guiding your child to, to care for someone and being responsible for another life is a good thing. <laughs> so as a mama, you've been put in charge of guiding your child. You are a hero maker. So, so don't hope that your kids are going to do better than what you're doing. Show them how to do it. And so this week, I want to challenge you to pick one area you've avoided and begin to clear out any clutter, external or internal, that has accumulated. One thing at a time. One week at a time. Don't overthink it or plan too far ahead. Circumstances change and so do people. So give yourself grace. Your work in progress. Allow the process I mean, what if everything changing is just waiting on you to start doing something from where you're at? Put your weekly focus on your calendar so you don't forget. Set an alarm to remind you. Fight for more than what you see in that pit you're in because you are worth it. And so is the woman you are 10 years from now. And the marriage or motherhood or business, whatever it is that is your life 10 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, All of that is what you are creating today, one step at a time. And it is worth the fight to get there. So stop allowing your circumstances to clutter your perspective. Resist the urge for your disappointment to make you doubt your potential and refuse to allow your past to dictate your tomorrow. The clutter in your life didn't happen overnight. That junk you're carrying deep inside you has been going sour for a while now. So be kind to yourself. After all, you're in a pit. But I want to tell you, I'm proud of you for deciding that staying there is no longer an option. I'm so proud of you for starting from here. Whatever your here looks like right now, I see you. And I know it may not be easy. And can I be honest with you? 
I mean, you know, I'm going to be regardless, but (laughs) I'm in the pit with you. I've been climbing out and I'm getting there, but I've been in a place I never planned on being. And I want you to know that because I know it won't last forever. As long as you choose to do something, commit to taking another step forward and another and keep fighting for the space to thrive in, it's going to be okay because we're not going back, right? No more fighting to survive one more day for one more day, another day. Rebels against ordinary refuse to get swallowed up by their circumstances. We rise Sometimes it takes a minute for us to catch our breath, but we still rise every time. So keep going, honey, because your story isn't finished yet. Until we meet again, go out and live bigger than what's acceptable. Love louder than necessary and light a fire in the darkest places of yourself and the world. Love you, Rebel.